Yeah, let's do it. Let's I, talk about I binged this thing. I watched two episodes a night for. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> blew through the whole thing. Yeah, so did I. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that's it. With only six, I thought you'd been like, it's a Saturday. I ditch my kid. I'm gonna watch the whole thing straight. Yeah, I gotta be honest. Like even even watching two at night felt like too much. Like I felt like I couldn't absorb everything that I was. I, I agree. Two two was about the most I could do. It was like this was dense. This is this. There was a lot to like get into. I mean they they packed a lot into six episodes. Yeah. You know what's surprising is like my 12 year old and nine year old, I believe fully grasped what was going on. And I was like, man, this is some heady time travel, fucking alternate universe, universe stuff. My 12 year old was right along with it. Yeah. Good for them. Very I was confused, but they were right with it. <laughs> were they explaining it to you? No. <laughs> Dad, come on. <laughs> so where do we, where do we start? What do we, what do we want to talk about first? Do we want to talk about like, the plot and what happens or do we want to I, I guess we do right we probably want to start with that and then we can talk about like yeah, acting and so. the look and all that kind of stuff I think all right. so so <laughs> it's it's what's the plot I, Mitch yeah. oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna recap the plot of this that would, that would, that would take too long and be too weird I was gonna say, uh, God to bless do. you if you can if you can truncate this into two, two I, sentences. I cannot. Not, not. I mean, I can truncate the premise, but I can't truncate like the actual full plot. And we're obviously going to go through the the whole thing. So let's just. I mean, we're assuming anybody who's listening to this is watch this whole thing or does not care to be spoiled. Which, if you're planning on watching it, watch it. Don't 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 be spoiled. If you haven't seen it, this is this is not going to explain anything. This is no. It's not. There's no way we could make any sense of this. No. By the way, uh, you know, total tangent, but um, I, I couldn't have, I had to watch WandaVision right away because you couldn't avoid spoilers. I feel like this was better received, but far less talked about uh, amongst internet trolls and Reddit and everything. You, Maybe it's because it was really confusing. I don't know, but did I think you watch was, it as it went along, Willie, or did you yeah, catch up later? Because every, every week, catching up later, like the only thing I really knew about was Alligator Loki. I don't know about you, Dish, if much leaked through i mean i was actively avoiding stuff right but like i felt like it was pretty easy to avoid stuff yeah i would agree with that i i would say alligator loki was the one thing that like you kind of knew about and then you know the whole end but we i watched the end like actually the day it came like i caught up on the day it came out like if i had been late on that i think i would have heard a lot about that because it you know had pretty big implications for the mcu as a whole it was it was sorry go ahead I was going to say, I knew not a lot was leaking out because three weeks in, you were like, so was like Owen Wilson really in this thing? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, right, like, right, 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 right. Yeah, you yeah, guys really like, this is not as talked about as WandaVision. Yeah, you you raise a good point. Like, I uh, I think maybe some of it was just that, I mean, WandaVision was really good. Like, I mean, this is not slight against WandaVision, but I also think that WandaVision had the the floor to itself, so to speak, a little bit for in a couple ways. Like, one, I think there wasn't, all that much out at the same time that WandaVision was out. And then two, it being the first Disney plus Marvel show, I think like there was a lot more like, Oh, what's this kind of like everybody was kind of hooking into it at the same time. And then I think like the first couple episodes or, or like, like just the way it was, there was like a little more of like, what is this really? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
lot of room for fan theories in the first couple episodes. Yeah. Whereas with this, there were definitely room for fan theories, but I think it, it, it didn't tease as much. I would say it, it actually like gave you a lot of answers or moved the plot along, like with every episode, a fair amount. There was still a lot to t- to discuss, but it wasn't like drips and drabs the way that WandaVision kind of was, which when it's going on is kind of exciting. But, you know, I, I think I don't know if I felt this way, but I think there were definitely people who were fairly disappointed with like the way WandaVision ended. And I think some of it was that where it's like everyone had like people had been theorizing that like Mephisto was going to appear like all or Doctor Strange is going to make a cameo and like all this kind of stuff. And then none of that happened. And so they were all like, oh, and I feel like with this, it was, I, d- I don't know, like wh- whatever people were theorizing, I feel like what we ended up with was maybe better or just as crazy in certain ways. I don't put put it this way. I'm not sure. I didn't look at, you know, because I wasn't watching it as it was going on like you were, Willie. But like, I don't think I imagined that this show, the Disney Plus show was going to be the way that they introduced like who's basically going to become the big the big bad of the whole next phase of Marvel movies. Like I wasn't expecting that. But but you don't need this to know that, right? Like if if like listen, I barely know who Kang the Conqueror is, but like if you just watched this and didn't know who that who that was, like you wouldn't even know they just introduced a a big bad. Agreed. I I only know it because I knew that Kang the Conqueror is going to be introduced later on and i knew that jonathan majors was going to play him so then when he showed up it was like oh like here we are so you're right like just looking at it you wouldn't necessarily know that but i do think that at this point marvel and other thing you know star wars or like whoever like these places like they know to some extent like what they're getting into here like they know that they know what casting announcements they've made they know what the, the, the fandom knows and doesn't know and so for a large segment of people watching this I think Marvel knew that when that when that guy shows up, that people are going to know who that is or who it's yeah. going to be. Um, and I think for better or for worse, I mean, the MCU is like the all in universe where like they do kind of expect you to have seen everything. Yes. Um, which, you know, for people who do is great. And for people who don't sucks hard, um, but, <laughs> especially know. now, like that we're up to like a much longer amount of stuff that you have to have seen. Like it was one thing when it was like, you know, six movies or something like that. Even that was like, oh, I have to watch six movies. But like now it's like, no, you got to watch 23 movies and three series. Yeah, basically. Good news is they're all pretty good still. They are. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm, st- I, I am one of the people who's watched all the things and watched pretty much everything multiple times, except for like the series that have uh, that have just come out. You see Black Widow? No, that I have not seen yet. I did. It was enjoyable. I'm like, good. yep, another good Marvel movie. Yeah. I'm probably getting now to the point now that it's already been a month where it's like, eh, I've probably tipped over into the I can just wait into October crowd and not pay for it. Is it even October? I thought it was I thought it was before that. Maybe it is. But what, yeah. what, whatever did we looked it up before, whatever date that was, it's like, eh, this feels like it's going to be soon enough that maybe I'll just wait. Yeah, totally. So um, so getting back to Loki. I guess let's. Let's work backwards because I think it's 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 weird to talk about stuff that's happening in the middle of the story without knowing kind of what happens at the end. So what did you guys think of the last episode 
in terms of how they revealed he who remains and kind of how that story wrapped up is not really the way to put it, but you know, kind of how, how that, how the season ended, I guess we can say season because this is the first Disney plus Marvel show that's going to have a second season. So given that, thought, what do you, what do you, what do you guys think of that of like, of basically how the season wrapped up? I thought it was dope, but like I am, this comes from a non, I don't know who Kang the Conqueror is. Right. That, that, all that means nothing to me. Right. But I was like, oh, shit. They're so clever. They found a way to, like, open up the doors for anything to happen going forward. It, like, just leaves endless possibilities of Tony Stark coming back. Like, anything we want to do, X-Men, whatever, It's the door just swung open. I, I really liked, I, I think, like, everyone... You know, Marvel fans have been wondering how the multiverse was going to be introduced for a while now because we all knew it was coming. They hinted at it in in, you know, a bunch of different places, basically for starting basically the last three or four things other than Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like Spider-Man Far From Home had like a fake multiverse bad guy. Um, Then WandaVision, we all thought that Evan Peters was like the multiverse Quicksilver and then he wasn't. Um, And now you know, and now they kind of talked about it in Loki kind of like with like these variants and all that sort of thing. And I thought it was a cool way to open it up to like reveal that they're kind of like was and wasn't a multiverse at the same time. Like the idea, like there was a multiverse, but it was all being held in check basically by like this one guy to like basically make everything go the way that was like best for him more or less. And then, you know, basically at the end, of, like you said, everything opens up and now there truly is a multiverse. Uh, going forward I, th- I thought it was weird because like for, for one it, it was a weird concept that there wasn't a multiverse already um and like i mean avengers endgame seems to directly contradict that um but i guess who cares um uh so it was it was weird that there wasn't but i guess it's weird that they felt the need to to introduce it, I guess, like where it could just be a thing that's always been there. And we just didn't know about until now, but they felt like they felt like they had to say, no, there wasn't one. And now there will be, um, which which felt a little weird to me. I mean, I, I guess maybe the way they wave away the Avengers endgame thing, which there's a lot of waving away, like this whole he who remains thing is like there's a lot of things you can just be like, well, it's you know, that's because that's the way you wanted it. Like maybe it is a thing where it's like for whatever weird reason like he needed everything to happen in Avengers Endgame the way that it happens including the branching of the creation of new timelines that are then complete that are then immediately undone by Captain America returning the stones to where they were back where to where they you know came from like you could imagine maybe there isn't because we didn't see any Captain America variants but you can imagine a variant Captain America who doesn't return the stones and then immediately gets like plucked out of you know by the TVA yeah, so I feel like, and 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 I, and so I feel like that was, yeah, I mean that was interesting. The whole, the, I, I will say, like as the show went on, it felt more and more like a really high budget Doctor Who episode. Yes, <laughs> it did. It had it had major Doctor Who vibes. Yeah, which, which is love. not a bad thing. Yeah. yeah, I love Doctor Who, so I was yeah. totally into it. But um, like, especially the end, where it's like. The bad guy's going to show up and we're basically just going to talk. And I was like, this is such a Doctor Who thing to do. Also, the um, whole idea of like the bad guy being like beyond time, kind of like 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 that. That just sounds very Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, it totally like, does. 
but I will say, like, you know, and and I've seen this said a million places over the internet, so I'm not nearly the first or hundredth person to say this, but it's like if you're gonna have someone just talk and talk and talk, like they picked a really good person to talk and talk and talk because I thought Jonathan Majors was awesome, and I'm very excited now for him to be the bad guy kind of going forward. I'm curious because I suspect that we won't see that version of him again. No, but but just knowing that he has sort of that energy in him, I think, yeah. is is very promising. I'm, I'm curious what, I, I mean, I don't know how many other variants of him we'll see, but I'm curious what they'll be like. Right. Yes, because, I so I, yeah, I knew next to nothing about Kang the Conqueror, and then I read up a little on him, like, after Loki ended, and, you know, I was kind of like, okay, so... Like from besides a little I know about him, like what what else? And yeah, there are a number of variants of him who basically show up in uh, in in Marvel comics. Um, and and this he who remains, although not called he who remains in the comics, is you know it, like that. This character is kind of analogous to one of them, to one one of the better ones, so to speak. Um, do we th- do we think that they that Marvel? Is being very clever here and writing this as a way to essentially crowdsource. Do you like the bad guy in this movie? Ah, scrap it. Hit a different timeline. Oh, you like the bad guy in this movie? Nah, scrap that one. Let's I hit mean, a different one. I, I don't know if that was truly intentional, but it is something they could do to some degree. You know, it, it does allow them to do a little bit of that. Like now, anytime they fuck up, they could just cut off the branch. Now, when they announced, um, whenever they did, that Jonathan Majors was going to be playing Kang the Conqueror. They announced that he was going to be playing him in the next Ant-Man movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which comes out in 2023. So mm. I guess the question is, are we going to see him, do you think, if between now and then? Is he going to pop up in any of these other movies at all? Maybe a post-credit sequence, but probably yeah. nothing else than that. I, I, I would agree, post-credit, like like Thanos, right? Like post, post-credit sequence for a while. Yeah. Like he's, he's moving, moving the pieces behind the scenes kind of thing, maybe. This this show was remarkably light in post credit scenes. Yeah, just the one, right? Yeah. It, it, the second to last episode with uh, Alligator Loki and Richard E. Grant. Um, he was great. He was great. Oh, he's awesome. So, since we're talking about ostensibly plot things, there's one plot thing that just kept jumping out to me that I could not wrap my head around. Maybe the answer is there's no explanation. It just needs to be the show. But maybe you guys can explain it to me. Why do they have to pluck the variants? Why do they bother? The, why do they bother to go get the variants and bring them back to the TVA? Why don't they just throw the pruning thing through a portal and be like, and wipe their hands and be like, job done? Because they they're gonna get sent to the same place anyway, eventually. Um, like the the innocent people in the timeline, like in in the branch, they don't even get a trial. So I don't know why like the the quote unquote you know offender would. Why would they bother with a trial for that person? So why even bother retrieving the variant if they're just going to send everything to the same spot? Is the branch pruned? I guess that wasn't something I was very clear on. Like, so they because they they reset it right. It's like a charge, and they reset it. But I don't really. Well, know they what said that, that they they said that they don't have the power to to destroy that much that much matter so the, the only thing they can do is send it to the end of time where that smoke monster eats it okay they did say that for, yeah. for, for the entire branch yeah you're saying they do that that's what that machine does is it sends it to the end of time okay and, so and i guess destroy it they could just move it and i guess that's what like all those buildings and various things you see yeah that's in the what void all that are. was supposed to be yeah 
So I don't know. In that case, I don't know. That's that's a that's a good question. I have no answer for you. It just it just I I mean I know they need to do it to make the show work, but I just kept thinking like yeah, there's like the the it just it just felt weird. Like it, it I kind of noticed it right away. I was like, well, if they're killing the branch, why pluck the offender out? It's like all right, they're not killing the branch, but they're sending them to the same spot. Why? I don't know. It's just right. It would be different if they were going to do something else to them or something. But if that's all they're doing is pruning them with the stick or whatever, yeah, then it then yeah, it does. Like if they were going to, I mean, I guess they nominally stand trial, but they don't really. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was that was only the, that, was, that was just the thing I kept thinking about the whole time was like that was weird. Other than that, like I didn't really have any real plot problems with it i mean as a as a doctor who veteran i'm used to like eh, weird time travel stuff that doesn't really make a lot of sense and it's like don't look at it too hard and yeah it's fine i'm fine with it i don't care about it right yeah i think that's i think that's fair were there any other plot pieces um as you were going through that you thought were especially good or especially not problematic's not the word, but you know, like ones that kind of made you be like, eh. I really liked the way, and, and I wasn't sure how they were going to do this or if they're just going to hand wave it away. But I really liked the way at the beginning, he really was Loki. Really was like the Avengers Loki. Like, you know, we we had seen that character grow and change a lot in subsequent movies, right? And now we they like wound him back to like they wound the very him back, but arrogant, but, brash, like yeah. But then they even like acceler- they even accelerated him a little bit by showing him his future. Yeah, um, and he, it made him like I mean he couldn't have been that annoying the whole time. It would just would have really sucked. Um, so they were able to like build in a lot of character development pretty quickly to be like, well, we we know you know we need to move him along a little bit. Like we can't just have a repeat of like the last few movies he was in. Right. So I really liked the way they did that. I thought that that was really effective. Yeah. No, I agree. I thought I thought that was really good too. I liked the. I mean, it it ended up just kind of moving things along a little bit, and it, it made for some cool, l- little cool showpiece later on when they're on the doomed, uh, planet or moon or whatever it is, um, Lamentus. But um, I liked the idea, you know, of like discovering that like the variant, you know, the variant who ends up being Sylvie, um like hides in like apocalypses like in a lot apocalyptic events like that was mm-hmm. that was a neat little kind of you know thing to find out and it like fit kind of the weird time detective vibe that they had in the first couple episodes i was sorry to see that vibe go a little bit like i i i think it ultimately made for a better show to not have it because it made for a more ambitious show that was to get further along in the story but I would have been fine with a with the show that was like just like a buddy cop show with Owen Wilson <laughs> and Tom Hiddleston. That was yeah, it was, I mean, that, that a was lot a lot of, people, of fun. <laughs> a lot of people are expecting like time cops, you know, right. cop not a cop show. Um, and you know they they very clearly opted not to do that and could have. Yeah, um, yeah. I kind of agree with you. I wish they had done that a little bit more. Um. Yeah, I mean, again, like, we, we we just talked about six episodes and them cramming a bunch in, so they would have had, probably have more episodes if they were going to do more of that. Yeah, but if they're going to do multiple seasons, they could slow burn it a little bit, right? True. That is true. I don't what do we think about Loki essentially falling in love with himself? 
I mean, that's the way Owen Wilson puts it, right? Like, like Owen Wilson is like, you fell in love with yourself. Like, it's like, you know, and he kind of lampshades it a little bit and is like, like, it's like perfect for a narcissist. But I didn't really view it that way. Like, I didn't actually think they were that similar. I mean, they're similar. Make make no mistake about it. But like, it didn't feel like it's like, wow, he's really falling in love with himself because it really felt like. And, and, and I think that kind of is borne out by the end of the show, right? When they have like two very different solutions or thoughts on, on kind of what should be done uh, at the end. And, you know, and, and it's sad, really. Um, I will say it, it took me a while to buy into their relationship or to get into their relationship. I liked her from the beginning and obviously I like him, but like the two of them together, like it, it felt a little sudden, I think in the first couple episodes, I felt like where it clicked a little more for me was the last second to last episode when they were in the void uh, together and like, and trying to get out of there. Like it felt, it felt a little more like natural, maybe just because they'd been together for a few episodes by that point. And so just naturally it felt like they had spent some time together, but it felt a little sudden to me. Like in like that, like at the end of like, like already in like the first episode where they're together, not not counting the end of episode two, like the lamentous episode, they're like already kind of like, you know, kind of like he's he's grooving on her basically by the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did feel a little bit like yeah. like like this feels a little sudden and like not at all like the Loki we know. Like, doesn't mean he can't have a romantic relationship, but it's like, considering we've never seen him in any kind of relationship whatsoever, it was a bit much all of a sudden to, like, get into that. All of a sudden, he's a lover boy. Yeah, a little bit. A little I mean, bit. kind of, but he's also, like, really awkward and, like, not not cool with his feelings at all, which I thought right. they played off really that well. Part, yeah, that, that, that part I do think worked pretty well. I think... Um... Watching this, even like 10 minutes into the first episode, like I kept thinking this. I was like, man, Tom Hiddleston, he, uh, he has this character down. Yeah. Like he's so, he is such a good Loki. Like he's developed such a strong character throughout all the movies, but even in the show, you're like, man, he was like made to, to play this role. Yeah, like I, I've seen him in other things and I've seen him be good in other things. And yet it's really hard to imagine him like remembering him as anything else but Loki, like like years from now. Like he, he really does just inhabit this character. If anyone can inhabit like a comic book demigod, like I mean, you think about the other people that have really inhabited the characters. You can see Robert Downey Jr. and other. He was Iron Man really mm-hmm. well played probably the second closest but like it's not it's not a it's not a close second to 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 loki yeah i would i would i mean other other people could disagree but i i think i'd just i would agree with you personally um yeah and 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 i it was really nice i mean you kind of figured this would happen since the show is called loki and it's about loki but it was really great to see him get to do a lot of different things in this show and 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 kind of demonstrate a fair amount of range in terms of like like emotional range mm-hmm. um you know as we were just talking about then then you know you would be used to seeing in another show or in another movie rather with uh with loki in it um i really thought that pretty much you know all, all the main people 
did a good job. Um, I mean, Owen Wilson was Owen Wilson. Like he, he was there to be Owen Wilson and he was really good at it. And, you know, I think it had been a while since I saw Owen Wilson in something just because he ends up being in a lot of stuff nowadays that I don't have much interest in watching, even though I still like Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, this is going back a ways isn't anything he's been in recently, but it's like, I'm, I'm not going to go watch like five night at the museum movies, you know? So it's like, <laughs> I didn't even like, know he's in this. Oh yeah. He's like this. He's like the second build character. Wow. He's the cowboy dude. He's, Who's the first build? Ben, ben Stiller. Stiller. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was, he was great. I loved his character. Um, I thought we talked about Richard E. Grant. Um, I hope Richard E. Grant, like, you know, um, I guess this, this show is not eligible for Emmys, right? This year it'll be eligible next year. I think. Oh, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. They put out the Emmy nominations. WandaVision got some nominations. Um, but like, I would, I would hope he would be nominated for like, I guess it, oh. this would be like a limited. I don't know if this counts as limited series or if it counts as an actual series. Cause it's getting another season, but there's a nice piece. There was a like, nice piece on him. Um, we were essentially like Tom Hiddleston was like, I need you to play this character. And he was like, eh, I don't really want to do it. And like, he basically right. like guilted him into doing it. It made too much. I get it. it. It's like another point in favor of Tom Hiddleston really having his character down. Cause I felt like it's like Richard E. Grant is like the perfect, like this is who t- Tom Hiddleston's Loki would grow into is basically right. Richard E. Grant. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, he was, I mean, it's just one episode, but he's, he's so great. And I love, you know, the way that episode ends with his like his illusions and yelling glorious purpose. Like it's, it's great. Just, just so, great. So his takeaway, Richie Grants was like, I didn't think it was going to be so much fun, but I was convinced to do it. And now I would love a spinoff with me and alligator Loki, <laughs> like a prequel with me and alligator Loki. And he's like campaigning for it, which I would be all for. Yeah, absolutely. I would be all for that. Absolutely. Um, I thought Sylvie was good. I think uh, Sophia DiMartino. Um, mm-hmm. I thought I thought she was really good, and she had a hard part to play. I think just because she's not a known actor like the others are, and she ends up having a lot, having to, you know, be a huge part of the show from the third episode I mean, onwards. She's the other Loki, right? Right, exactly. And she, she's basically the other lead through like the second half of the show. Um, Do you think we'll see Sylvie in uh, outside of this show? Nah. I don't think so. I kind of don't either, but I f- think we should. Right. I kind of agree. Like, she seems like a great character that could cross over into the wider MCU verse pretty easily. Right. I mean, to what degree do you think we'll see Loki outside this show? Probably not much. I wonder. That's a good, yeah, that's a good, that's a good thing. Like, I mean... It's hard I mean, to imagine them making a Thor movie that he doesn't show up in somehow. But then on the other hand, it's like, how does he, I guess he could still show up there. I mean, who knows, you know, with the way that they brought this back, he's like, he's still at the TVA. Nobody knows who he is. I mean, who knows how that'll all work out. And he's in this. Yeah, I, I guess it's a question. Like, I don't even understand. Like, is he, this is something that you mentioned when we were talking about this before we started talking. Willie is like, at the end, like when he gets back to the TVA, no one knows who he is. And he sees this, you know, instead of the timekeepers, he sees this big statue of a variant of he who remains, whichever one it is. Um, 
like has he is he in a different universe than he was in before or is he in the same one and things have changed like what is that (laughs) i I don't think there's a way to know right 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 i feel like he was just i feel like he was placed in a different in a different timeline so other things could be different than within it i mean but he went back before he was killed so when he got when sylvie pushed him back through the the window there still would have only been one timeline so he would have had to pop back into the prime universe also 616 is that the prime universe in marvel uh 616 is the comic universe the movie universe is 19999 oh how do you know that uh it was in some article that i saw after this where they were talking about the different things yeah yeah six six one six is is the comic book timeline um you know, actually, isn't the TVA outside of the multiverse? Like, isn't that how they can go travel through time partially? That doesn't even, you know, like the whole yeah. like time time moves a little differently here or whatever Owen Wilson says in the first thing. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, how much of that is ma- being maintained by Kang the, versus like, is that? Sure. That's like true. So, like, right. So, so maybe that's not true either. But I guess all I'm saying is that it may be that where he goes back to is like there's actually only one TVA. And in this and now that the multiverse has been let loose, some other variant of of him has taken control of the TVA. Mm-hmm. And like that's it. Like that is the one TVA. Like there, it's not a different. It's not actually a different universe. It's just that now that the multi now that there are different universes in play one of makes sense that they do that because it could it could really it's easy to get really pissy to be whatever it is 26 movies in and how many shows in and be like but fuck i just watched that captain america and winter soldier thing and or i just watched cap um what is it um winter soldier and and, oh falcon uh, falcon Falcon. winter soldier yeah and all that shit they just like hit control alt delete to right and i don't think that's really what we're saying here right yeah i think that's true yeah like our 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 what did i just call it one nine 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 universe still exists but now there is 99 universe right but now anyone who has the power to travel between universes could enter our universe could enter that universe that we know about the one the one where anthony mackie is now captain america right I don't know. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot to digest there. <laughs> there is there's a lot to digest there. Um, what what do you guys make of? Uh, I, I guess the one major character who I haven't named yet of uh, Gugu Mbatha-Raw. I'm sure I'm saying her name wrong. I was going to um, give you credit. I'm like, man, how'd you know how to pronounce that? Yeah, I mean, I just put the letters together, which is why I think I'm pronouncing it wrong. But anyway, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Um, that was a weird character. And was a weird character at the end when she leaves. I mean, I guess the sense I got out of that, it, it reminded me of kind of a, uh, I don't know, like, a like Chiwetel Ejiofor and like Dr. Strange, like the Baron Mordo vibes where at the end he like, they like have like the post credit scene at when it's all done where that's like the kind of thing where it's like, he's going to be a bad guy now. Like that's kind of the sense I got from her, right? That it was almost like a, an origin story for her becoming a bad guy as well 
Oh, I don't. Uh, I thought that was a, the beginning of a redemption arc for her. Maybe that she's like know. out for justice. I the, the thing about her character, the thing that like really threw me for a loop was, I thought that she was in on it the whole time, because when they like behead one of the, she didn't react right, right when, like, when they like behead she, the timekeeper. Yeah. Timekeepers, yeah, like she knew, like or whatever. And then in the in the next episode, she's like, I need to find out what's going on here. It's like really oh, okay. That felt like. Right, right, right. I, I felt like if that was really what they were going for, they needed to maybe linger a little more on a reaction of her at, yeah. in, in that moment, like also being surprised. Right. She, she spent her whole career just talking to robots. Right, exactly. Um, It was kind of fun to learn that uh, this is a little apropos nothing, but that uh, Jonathan Majors also voiced all those three robots. Huh. I had to turn the subtitles on because I couldn't understand what the hell those robots were saying. <laughs> I don't know if you guys could. I, I literally couldn't. Un- there was so much distortion. I couldn't. I couldn't piece together what they were saying. I always watch with the subtitles anyway because I'm an old man. <laughs> I was going to ask. I'm starting to watch everything with subtitles on all the time. Yeah, I do. I, I do uh, it more it, and more than I ever used to. Is this becoming a new thing, or did we well, all just happen to get old at the same time? Part of it, for me at least, is I mean. TV shows have a lot more dynamic range than you used to. Yeah, totally. So the loud parts are really loud and the quiet talking parts are really quiet. And like yes. I watch stuff at night when most people in the house are asleep. and like, I can't crank it to hear the dialogue because next thing you know, there's like a gunshot and like, you know, my wife's houses. texting me to turn it down. Um, so I end up watching with subtitles on because to make the loud parts quiet enough, I can't really hear the dialogue that well. Yep. No, totally, totally agree. But that being said, I think I've gotten used enough to it that now I even do it if I'm like watching on yes. headphones and everything else. Still, I'll still put that like the, the subtitles just automatically be on because that's how it's been set. Mm-hmm. And then it'll just be like, well, I'm not changing this. Like, it's fine. I'm just used to it. I watch most of my YouTube videos with subtitles on. Wow. How's that work out? They get it right 95% of the time. Those are auto generated, right? Yeah, I think they it's are. really they do a great job at it. I mean, you can post something and and do the subtitles yourself, but I think Nobody's usually they're doing that. Yeah, they're almost <laughs> always auto generated. Yeah. Have you guys ever? This is bad podcasting. You ever play with it in Google Hangouts? Yes, it yes. is horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of hilarious. Well, when it's, you're talking and then you're just reading your own subtitles at the same right. time, two seconds behind you. Right. And then you just start talking nonsense just to see what comes out. <laughs> just just to see it show up. Um, not to go back to the topic for a moment. But oh, come on. All right. Come fine. on. So uh, I think one of the last things I want to say, I'm, I'm, of all the shows, I think they picked the right one to give a second season to. Yes. Um, I want to see it keep going. And I, I'm curious what your guys' take on this. As far as which of the three shows, we've kind of like finished the initial block now, right? Like um, of the three big shows that were announced, which one did you guys like the best out of those out of the three? Mm. I, I mean, none of us are going to say Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No, no, no offense to it, but I don't see any three, any of us saying that. Correct. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely number three, I think, out of the three. Wasn't bad, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't bad, but it was. It but was it was definitely the, not really good, like the other two were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was the most straightforward, and it made it feel like a Marvel movie that was way too long. 
Yeah. Um, because it, because of how straightforward it was. <clears throat> Agreed. Yeah. Like, ah, we could have done all this in two hours and been fine. Right. Where, whereas both of these, meaning WandaVision and Loki, both felt like it's like, right, these kind of had to be TV shows in yeah. order to in order to work. I liked Loki the best. I left satisfied and I left, I won't say dissatisfied, but but the first one division's eight episodes, right? Yeah. I believe the first so. six episodes, I was like, this is some of the best TV I've ever seen in my life. And I felt like it, it took a dip the last two episodes. I this, agree one with was, that, yeah. this one was, they were all wins for me. I mean, this is like the first Marvel thing that didn't have like a big fight, fight, fight at the end. I mean, they did, right? There was like Loki and Sylvie, but even that but wasn't not really. like a huge fight. And I felt like that's that's where One Division lost me a little bit. Is like, okay, we're gonna have a big fight at the end of the show. It's like, really, this doesn't feel like the kind of show you have a big fight at the end of. Yeah, I agree. With, I agree with that. So yeah, I, I would also say Loki, just just by a little bit. I mean, I really appreciate how weird One Division was in the beginning, and I also feel like it it had a lot of emotional heft. You know, the the most of the three shows, I would say that it had, that it had to carry as well. And I also appreciate that one division really fleshed out two characters who had been given very short shrift by the movies up to that point. Um, but yeah, Loki's probably the most satisfying. I felt I felt like it. It felt like it left you wanting more, which is good. That's that's kind of what you want. Why do you think they only did six episodes instead of eight? Um, I think maybe partially for that reason. A little bit like they like some of it might have just been that they didn't want to drag things out. I also wonder it feels weird to say that I wonder if budget was a factor considering this was obviously very high budget and Marvel is definitely pouring money into these shows. But I also feel like, you know, even even though these shows were longer, I think it's still more it would have been more to do, you know, eight episodes. I could also see, you know, pandemic being part of the reason. Yeah, I was going to say maybe filming restrictions. Yeah. That was just, you know, they they wanted to get this out in a certain time block. And, you know, maybe they got started late or whatever. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. It didn't bother me. I mean, it was fine. Like, it, it felt like it was as long as it needed to be. Like, there, there were none of those, like, plotting episodes in the middle where you're just like, all right, can we get back to it, please? Like, um. Like the, you know, the, the action took a break, right? There was the whole Purple Planet episode, but like, yeah, that that didn't feel like, you know, wheel spinning to me. So, you know, I was fine with how long it was. There was very little, very, very little filler in, in the show as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. There was not how very long were much. The episodes? 45 minutes? Yeah, they were around there. I, I think a couple were shorter. But they were they were, they were like somewhere around forty to forty to forty five minutes maybe. It's really interesting this medium they have of this Disney Plus because most definitely this could have been like a two and a half hour movie and been great also. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that necessarily because there was a lot going on here and I feel like it would have been hard to condense it down to a satisfying two and a half hours. You would have just seen a lot less of 45 minutes of all the variations of Loki. You would have, you would have seen alligator Loki. You would have seen old Loki, but it would have been five minutes, not 45. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but that would have been too bad because I felt like that was, uh, I mean, that was, you know, maybe my favorite episode. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, getting to see all the all the Lokis and kind of everything that happens in in the void. So have they now I, I feel like I looked at this a while back, like right after the show ended, and now I can't remember as to like when they think the second season will come out. Um I don't know, did they? Yeah, I, I, I don't know if they announced it or anything like that, but I feel like I saw an article that was like kind of it was kind of doing one of these like, well, like <clears throat> it seems Doesn't like shooting, like shooting may start like around this time. And for the first season, it took this long between when they shot it and when it came out. So you could kind of extrapolate that it might come out around this time. But the, the only reason I ask is, you know, like where the second season of this may fit in with what is going on with you know, in the MCU with the movies, like, you know, what, what, what else will have happened by that point in time? Obviously the Spider-Man and Dr. Strange movies will have already come out because those are coming out, I think in December and March or something like that. I was going to say there'll have been 15 more MCU movies between now and season two. That's right. Probably. I mean, I mean, the only, the only info I see is it looks like season two will also be six episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Why? Why fuck with it? What's the next Marvel thing coming out? It's what if, right? Yeah, and it's coming out very soon. Are you guys gonna? Are you guys interested in that? Yeah, I mean that that seems like a fun, just kind of lark in a way. It's also, you know, none of none of that's gonna show up. I think in the movies, but you know, I I don't think it's coincidental that it's coming right after they've officially introduced the multiverse and the real thing. And now they're kind of doing a cartoon series that basically shows like, here's kind of what the multiverse could entail. All these different what ifs. I've never heard of it, but it looks <laughs> like Josh Brolin is playing Thanos in an episode. Uh, like almost everybody's playing everybody in the episode. Oh, in these they got episodes. everybody in it. Yeah, most people. I, I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is there or Chris Evans. But I mean, I'm down. I'm down for them finally doing something like fun and not worrying about so much continuity and stuff like that. Agreed. Like that, like that, this is like what the what ifs in the comics were like, the, this is, I mean, Marvel had these what if comics and this is kind of what they did was it's like, let's not worry about like making anything like you said about the continuity and just be like, yeah, what if, you know, you know, whatever, whatever crazy thing they could think of, like, what did this happen? Season one, episode one, on August 11. What would happen if Peggy Carter and not Steve Rogers had took taken the super serum. soldier serum? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah. I'll check. That'll be neat. That'll also be one, I'm sure, that has multiple seasons. Unless it's like horribly received for some reason. They got a lot of content to fill. So Exactly. And 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 that because it has nothing to do with continuity and it's animation, it just feels like it's like, well, you can do seasons of this, like, you know, anytime we like as long as we can just get voice talent in to record it. Right. Like they can do a pretty good job with it. Yeah, after that, I think the next thing after what if is Hawkeye? I think so, but there's a little bit of a break in there, right? Till Hawkeye. Yeah, I mean that's that's also when some of the movies are going to come out around then too. Mm-hmm. They te- they teased Hawkeye um, a bit in Black Widow. Okay, that makes sense since mm-hmm. Black Widow and Hawkeye were friends. Yep. 